Welcome to the Skyda Softball Podcast. Your host, Matt Scott, will be interviewing players from past events and future events. And now, your host, Matt Scott. Hey guys, we at On Campus Sports Cards are a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Come see us in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. We're open from 10.30 to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Sky Softball Podcast, where we have another player from the 2022 roster on this episode here. He's a former teammate of mine. He played a little bit of college baseball at Clemson University. Uh, Brett Percival. Brett, thank you for coming on the podcast finally, man. Yeah, hey, Matthew. Thanks for having me. So just kind of get into generic of some stuff here. I usually go over with your know, previous guest. Who was your favorite team and player growing up? My favorite team is definitely got to be the Red Sox. Uh, Mom's from Massachusetts. It's kind of just kind of passed on to me, and I just kind of stuck with it for all of my life. And favorite player is probably got to be Big Poppy. He, he's very fun to watch and listen to and just overall in general, just a fun guy. Okay, I'm glad you said Big Poppy. If you had to come up with somebody else, I had to, I had to really kind of judge you there. But no judgment here because everybody loves Big Poppy. Oh. <laughs> You know, Brett, one of the other things I kind of go into with guests is their experience, you know, with recruitment and such, you know, talk about your experience. You know, I know it was a little bit different for you coming through, you know, AJ and at the time where, you know, not a lot, not a lot of people get a look at from Lancaster County. So, you know, talk about what that was like for you. Talk about that process. And then. To follow up, what advice would you give to anybody who might be starting their own process now? Yeah, no, my process, it was it was a little tricky. Like, I started out playing travel ball, of course. That's the number one thing you should, probably should do is just go out and play travel ball, get in front of different scouts and that sort of thing. And then it led on to playing in different events and different things and just getting my talent out there to be seen. And then from there, it's the – show of trying to get in contact with the coaches and different things just so you can get your name across their desk and number one thing I would say to anyone trying to get out and be seen by somebody is to one find a decent team that plays in good tournaments and two um, go to different showcase events so you can actually showcase your stuff yeah and so you know I know in your brother, who's starting out his college career at UNC up in Chapel Hill, uh, did he ever did he talk any sort of advice with you? Did you know? Did you have anything for him? You know, talk about you know what was that like seeing your brother kind of basically kind of follow your footsteps going to play college ball? Well, he had learned a lot just from seeing me go through the process, which really helped him a lot. And my parents seeing me and everything it really helped him with his process a lot, but really helped him a lot as well is just his natural ability that he has. Like, he's he's really good at, as is, so not not to his own horn or anything, but he's just a really good player, and he's really well – or really well-driven. Like, I remember times where he would go and be, he'd get at, back from a game at AJ, and it'd be 9.30 at night, and he'd say, okay, I got to go. I got to go to the gym. I haven't had my workout in for the day. So he'd go at the gym at 11, or 10, 10.30 at night, and he'd be there on, almost to a little past midnight just working out because he knew that's what he had to do to stay on that level to be just so he could go to where he wanted to. 
Yeah. And, you know, between both of you guys, you know, it's, I'm sure it was, you know, kind of fun, you know, being on the same team as your brother back in high school, especially. And now just kind of see him going a different, you know, same sort of approach and things like that. Now, you know, up at Chapel Hill, which I'm sure he's going to do great. But, uh, like I said, not to toot his own horn or anything, but just as far as, you know, <clears throat> as far as, you know, back to you, I don't know if I heard you say your response or not, but what advice would you have for anybody who might be starting their own recruiting process now? The Starting their own recruiting process now is to definitely just stay, like, um, with the good – find a good team that you're comfortable with, you're comfortable with the coaches. The coaches have a good connection with all the different um, collegiate coaches around this area or – and whatever, or even the nation, if that's what you're looking into. And it's just being able to do that and have a good connection with them. And then on top of that is different showcase events and that sort of thing where you can either get invited to or you just sign up for and you go to different showcase events around the state of South Carolina and different things like that. That's what really helped me a lot. Right. And, uh, you know, when you went to Clemson, you know, just kind of chime in on that a little bit here, you know, what, you know, what was your degree? What was your, you know, just talk about the, the experience at Clemson. What was that like for you being on such a well-known facility? Uh, Clemson was hands down. I wouldn't trade the experience for the world. It was really good experience. Um, um, my degree is in health science with a focus in healthcare administration. I finished that up this December and it's, the whole entire process so with baseball, it, given it was a very trying process of having to do lifts, workouts in, early in the mornings, different things like that. But just the atmosphere and everything in general, you all feel like a family. And it, it's, it's really fun to be around. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of – I always, you know, I think me and you talked about before, way back when we were still teammates at Andrew Jackson, you know, team chemistry goes a long way. I of course. Like. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, if you don't have it, you might, there's no telling how short you'll get with guys you, you know, look out for each other and things like that. You know, that's why I always try to preach to any of the younger kids now. Team chemistry is such a viable asset to any pro, any, any sports team or program, whatever that may be. Of course, because without team chemistry, you don't really have a team. You just have a whole bunch of different players on a field. Right. And so just kind of pick your brain here a little bit. I know, you know, you chose to go play ball at Clemson, but was there any other colleges looking at you at the time? Uh, yeah, I had a, a couple of different offers. Um, I had an offer from Army West Point, had an offer from Winthrop, had an offer from UNC Wilmington, and um, just a, a whole bunch of different JUCOs and such like that. But and a whole bunch of people other were looking looking at me and different things like that. But I just felt like Clemson was just where I was drawn to. Clemson was my dream school. Right. And you know, I think it was whenever you signed you and Will Hud, Will Hudson, for those listening at home, you know, he ended up going to Winthrop too. And he's actually another guy coming to the 2022 Sky softball game on October 15th. Saturday, October 15, make sure you make your, make your plans, come out, you know, see guys like Brett, Will. Uh, but just kind of talk about 
you know, this year's your first time coming, Brett. What is, what's it like to you coming for the first time and just, you know, I guess you could say, just just to kind of see some familiar faces and things like that. What's that like to you? No, it's going to be really interesting. I'm in such because I, it's going to be out there with all of my buddies again and have a really good fun time playing it for a good cause. And, right. and you know, we got guys like you, John Cawthon, Will Hudson, and uh, Delmar, Coach Delmar Patterson. He's coming back. Again. You know, all four of you guys are coming this year. And, you know, it's – I guess you could say it's kind of a reunion of sorts. But then yet, though, like you said, at the end of the day, more importantly, it's we're all coming together for a good cause. Right, right. And so just – yeah. Do you have any expectations for your first ever appearance? I expect to come out and have a have a fun time. It's going to be a very fun experience. I'm very looking, really looking forward to doing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you, Do you see yourself? I guess you know. I always I always try to pick the brains just for fun because you know we got things like the home run derby and you know awards such as that. You know. Do you think you'll slide, you know, leave October 15th with an award? This is, I guess you, we could say this is a hot takes, per se. I don't know. It's it, It's been a while since I swung the bat, and I've never really hit a softball. So, I don't I don't really know how – I'm going to try as best as I can on the home run derby, see if I walk away with something. But I, but from reading different things, looks like I have some tough competition to look forward to. Yeah, and that's always – and the funny part is I haven't built that list. So, just kind of a disclaimer right there. Brett Purcell is entering the home run derby, men's home run derby, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, you know, and one of the things I always got to say thank you for, you know, I know this is a cheap, cheap plug here, uh, Carolina Podiatry Group, your mom and dad, as they're a continuing sponsor. Once again, this year, they're another sponsor we appreciate for their support. And we hope to have them out there in attendance because, you know, I always try to tell them, that, and this is what I was telling you the other day, all sponsors, if you're listening to this, if you end up coming to the Sky to Softball game on October 15th, you get the chance to throw out the a first pitch opportunity. So, Brett, I'm just going to tell you to pass that along. No big deal, am I right? No, I'll pass that information along. But I say, if if it's mom or dad, I'll I'll take I'll I'll give your mom benefit of the doubt. But if your dad happens to throw it and he bounces it, I'm I'm going to tell you to give them a hard time, but yeah, <laughs> of course. So, you know, Brad, one of the other things that's, you know, like I mentioned earlier at the introduction of the podcast, we were teammates back in high school. And I guess this is the opportunity time where if you have any stories of being a teammate of mine, is there any, any stories you would like to share? Oh, uh, I, there's a whole bunch of them. I'm trying to think of one that what that could really just stands out. Um, I, I I can't think of one that just clearly stands out in my head right now. But I I remember from back in where we played together that you were one of the guys on the field that had the most heart out of the, out of everybody on the field, and you you were always in the game. I love love you. You would always yell out of the dugout. You were more, more the one starting up the chants all the time, and you definitely made sure that 
you were known in the dug from yelling out in the different chants. So we could always, all back to your old nickname, we could always count on Bean. And nothing will ever be Coach Lucas when he finally started the grown man. Nickname. Oh yes, the grown man. <laughs> and I and I'm wearing one of the old Sky softball shirts. I think it was from 2015, year two, around that time. One day at practice, and I just hear him yell, "Hey, that's a grown man wearing a little boy number." Because I think the print the number was so small at the time. I'm just looking. I'm like, what is he? I'm like, what is he talking about? And all of a sudden, I just kind of, he just, I just kind of looked at the back of my shirt. I'm like, oh, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that nickname just took off those last that last month of the, my senior year. And next thing I know, you know, comes and I think this just for one of my favorite stories would be the senior night that year. You know, all all four of the seniors got a hit. Um, I think RBI because I remember I got a. I still, I still, kind of got to get you a hard time on this one because I remember when I had my RBI single that night. I round the base. I'm coming back. You know, Coach Harris giving me a fist bump, and all of a sudden I see him throw his hands up, and it's you at second base because they threw the ball behind you. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I wasn't the very smartest base runner." That, let me put that out there. Oh no, man! Listen, I'm. I still remember. I'm sure you remember uh, that Lancaster game when we played them at, at here uh, at home. Mm-hmm. And I think I was pinch running for, I want to say Gunner, Coach Lucas's son. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I wonder, okay, why me? I'm not the fastest, you know, on the bases, but I, I can get around. And I'm, I feel like you may or may not remember this. I remember that all of a sudden, pass ball gets by Cooper, Ledbetter. I get to second, and it's William Rape. He's up the bat. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, pitch is thrown. Wham! It, it sounded so loud off of William's bat. I'm like, all right, that's in the that's in the outfield. I'm scoring. I'm you know I'm heading to third. All of a sudden, I hear Toby Taylor, who was Langster varsity head coach at the time yo three and i looked up i said oh no got in a rundown and then all of a sudden i'm going towards uh evan harden i think was at third base i i've never when i you know steal a base or try to you know run the bases i've never been much to slide or anything like that so what does a 250 pound high schooler do he belly flops in the third base and he was safe. And I remember that ball was laying up. I mean, I remember seeing the pictures after the ball was like under me and I got up and I looked up. I'm like, please tell me I'm safe because the ball's right here. I get up, I dust myself off. And you can tell this is typical Coach Lucas. He walks up to me. He says, hey, good job there, partner. Don't do that. Beep again. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, definitely sounds that, that I briefly remember that off the top of my memory. That was a really, really is funny scenario of, of yeah, just, event. And I just remember Coach Lucas to get, get kind of got a little mad with me. I was kind of like, oh crap, the one time I come into play, he's gonna he's gonna fuss at me. Oh boy, how do I explain this one? <laughs> but 
man. That, that was some that was some interesting times. And I think one other time I still vaguely remember was one of those times during that season I was catching you in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Brad, throw it outside. Or I mean, throw it right here. You throw it outside. Hit the target, Brett. And all of a sudden, you just kept doing and doing. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to slide over because his pitches kept – I mean, you kept having like a cut fastball effect. Right. And next thing I know, I'm sitting up right here, and you throw where I just was sitting. I'm looking at you. I'm like, really, son? <laughs> Granted, you were younger back then. That's why I can, you know, cope with you. About it. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, son, I'm giving you a target. Hit it. <laughs> But man, and then you you know you had a you had a very well career for AJ baseball under Mike Lucas because you, you know you that your senior year you had you Will Hudson and uh, Griffin Gardner if I remember correctly yeah you know being a you know you and you made the playoffs a few times you know after I'd left just mm-hmm. playing under Coach Lucas and playing in that playoff atmosphere just. Kind of chime in on that a little bit. I know it's playoff baseball versus regular season baseball. It's a completely different atmosphere. It, it, the game just gets tighter and tighter, and it's definitely a fun atmosphere to be in. And I, I still remember my senior year it, down at down at Landrum killed all of our hearts in the upper state championship game. It was it, we we just had a tough scenario going down there and. Their offensive conferences throwing us all off, and it was, but that was that was a really tough game. But it was a really fun game and scenario to be in. Right, and you know, talk, and go in talking about playing for uh, Coach Lucas, Coach Mike Lucas. I know Coach Mike, Coach Lucas. He's a really good coach. He um, he, he's been my neighbor for since I've been alive. So we we and him we've been kind of good buddies, and just him being able to see me grow up and play and. Being able to play under him, it's been a really good, um, really good t- time just being able to play with him or under him. And he's a very knowledgeable coach. He doesn't make the best decision at times. Sorry, Coach Lucas, but <laughs> sheesh. But it's it was it was it was really fun playing with playing under. He he always had a good time cutting up with us. Yeah, and I, and like just kind of like the the grown man story. I think you're cutting out on me. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Brett. What were you saying? Uh, he, he always gives someone a good nickname. Everyone has a nickname on the field. I think, you know, there was me as grown man slash bean, JC. I don't think he ever had one for you. <laughs> no, when I, was, when, I was, when I was still there, I should say. You know, I was simple. I was BD. Because that's always what I was growing up. That's what my mom used to always call me because my middle name's Daniel. So it, would, it was always BD. Now that you say it, I still remember John Gawthon. Or, or I think it might have been either John Gawthon or Dylan Kirk. My senior year, and I just kept hearing Brett Daniel. Brett Daniel. I'm just kind of like, uh, I said there, I was like, he's going to eventually tell one of y'all to shut up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I think one story that you may remember. It was one of the home, the home games, and John Coffin hit a walk-off home run. And me and you were right beside each other in the dugout, and we go, man, it would be nice if he had a walk-off home run. And as soon as he did it, I remember we looked at each other like, holy crap, we were right. 
we were, we were sitting right beside each other and he got, walks up to the back and you called it and we sit there just jaws dropped, just staring at each other the whole entire time. Then we go and celebrate. I remember that moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember I, I walked up to JC. I said, bro, I actually called that. So JC, if you listen to this, you still owe me for that one. <laughs> Man, but those are some good times, but uh, just kind of shift gears here a little bit, Brett, you know, October 15th. The ninth annual softball games, you're coming to be a part of it. Uh, is there anybody in particular you look forward to seeing? <sighs> well, it, it's like you said, all the teammates you should play with, whatever, it's going to be good to get back together with them and everything. Um, but it, that, that, I, it'd be good. It's going to be good to get back together with everybody. And, you know, between, like I said, the names I mentioned earlier, and then then there's some interesting names that you'll be sort of impressed with because I know Kyle Farnsworth, for instance, he's more than likely coming. I'm going to name drop it here. But uh, he is, when when you think of a grown man, he's going to be the definition of that. Even even more grown man than the the grown man himself? I mean, he is – ripped he is huge and i'm farnsworth you like when you if i i'm pretty sure he's coming but if you see him i'm going to point him out to you you know as as i mentioned before in previous episodes farnsworth is a long time nlb pitcher and he played semi-pro football and he's done a little bit of you know he's had his own gym i think he still owns that unless farnsworth corrects me on it you know has his own gym he's he works out religiously it did work out religiously, but he is, you know, last year, first time seeing him since 2018, like his shoulders were bigger than my head. And he had, and he had veins coming out of his legs. And I just, and I told him this many years because, you know, he showed up back to back years with one injury being a rotator cuff injury and the other being a, you know, hit, playing semi-pro football, his, his leg literally went the other direction. And the leg injury, I just remember telling him, like, hey, man, if you just show up, you know, sit in the dugout, talk to the people, you know, I take it. This man literally messaged me. He said, oh, no, I'll be there. No problem. I'm a doctor. Doctor said I should be fine. I looked at him. I said, you're crazy. And I said, you can probably pull a semi-truck with your bare hands. And he always laughs when I say it because it's kind of true. He can do that because he is that ripped. How you're explaining it. Do what now? How you're explaining it, I believe it. Yeah, I'm like, he is huge. But, uh, you know, guys like Farnsworth, Herm Winningham, he was a part of the 1990 World Series team with Cincinnati. He'll – I'll go ahead and tell you now, he's got stories. But, uh, you know, those guys, when you see repeating names and guys that you know, whether it's the first time or the – however many times, like John Coffin's been been with this event since day one, it's always a good feeling to see those names keep – being involved in a way and even the sponsors like your parents being a sponsor you know be, having them show their support it's always a great thing at the end of the day because as i mentioned before a thousand times on this podcast you know all proceeds go toward helping kids with type 1 diabetes and going to camp sweet escape for a lower cost so they can learn how to take better care of their diabetes interact with other diabetics or i mean kids with diabetes i should say and things like that and yeah, and then, you know, we got other events coming up. Just I know I'm throwing some cheap plugs in here, but September 10th, uh, the organization is putting on a benefit concert 
Sweet Escape to the Vines, I do believe is the name of it. If you go to the Facebook, Camp Sweet Escape Facebook page, go check that out. Uh, buy your tickets. Uh, tickets are still available, I do believe. Uh, auction items, there'll be food, things like that. And then, you know, a softball game, there'll be food, auction table. You know, we got some incredible sports stuff and some other stuff, you know, kind of shifting gears and auction tables. Like we'll have a couple, we'll have a grill on auction this year and probably have a few things for you ladies out there. So come spend your money. Cause like I said, all proceeds go toward helping those kids. And if you want to sponsor, um, just give us a shout on our social medias. I'll mention that at the end here. But last but not least, bro, as we're rounding third and coming home, this is this episode of the podcast. I usually say this is it's a cliche question here, but being, you know, your parents have been involved, a you know, being involved as a supporter and things like that for a good while. And so now that you're involved with the first for with the event for the first time, you know, in the organization, I tell everybody it's a family type of atmosphere. Uh, my question being is this being your first time ever coming to play in this event and helping us raise money for these kids and and being a part of what we're trying to do and especially being a part of this family i call it what what uh what's the what what is it like to you now being a part of this little family and what can you i guess you say encourage those at home i know it's Definitely looking forward to coming out and playing. It's going to be a really great time. And I've the people at home, I really encourage you guys to come out and just come be a part of this great time that we're going to have. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And last, and before I plug in this guy's softball stuff here, uh, Brett, if you have any social medias or anything you would like to plug in, the floor is yours. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's just Brett Percival. At our Brett underscore Percival, and that's about it. And then for the Sky to Softball stuff, Sky to Softball G on Twitter and Instagram, Sky to Softball Game on Facebook, and wherever you listen to your podcast, such as Apple, Spotify, and whatever other podcast apps there may be, Sky to Softball Podcast. Leave a like, comment, review, whatever you want to do. Uh, subscribe, especially because we're trying to get more episodes back out there. Uh, and don't forget to donate over on the Camp Sweetscape website, campsweetscape.com. There is a donation button on there, you know, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, however you feel like donating. We know at the end of the day, we appreciate it. And then skytosoftball.com if you want to learn more about how the event came about, uh, who's been involved, who's supported. Uh, and if you want to sponsor, we do have sponsor forms available on our website uh, under our sponsor tab. And then, yeah, I think that about covers it. So once again, Brett, uh, we appreciate you for coming on the podcast and we look forward to having you on October 15th. Thank you so much. And we appreciate you, everyone listening to this episode of the Sky Softball Podcast. Hello, everybody. We at K-Town Cafe and Ice Cream are proud sponsors of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. 
Come see us in Kershaw, South Carolina from 11 to 8, Monday through Friday, and come and eat our famous Party's Hot Dog. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Hey, this is Barry Klankenek with Clank's Mosquito and Ant Control. We're a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Uh, if you need a quote or have any questions, feel free to reach out via Facebook. Hey everybody, we at the 521 Finland Station are a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Come down to see us at the 521 Finland Station here in Kershaw, South Carolina, home of the 16-ounce ribeye.